0: it's time once again for another dueling reviews with Stephen and matthew welcome again this week we are so glad to be here no we're not reviewing amazing spider-man 498 although that would have been a good one but you can uh, yeah, read that my review 20 years ago too uh, i think or, you mean 6, 698 that. i'm sorry but you can read my uh my review over at Majorspoilers.com for yeah. that.
1: 498 was crap. It was, was it? Was. Oh, okay. Yeah. That I wasn't think it was the, part uh, of that Gwen had pregnant children thing. Or yeah. yeah.
0: Green of course, Gotham the way that they release like three issues a month, 498 could have been just like uh, eh, two, four, five years ago.
1: It was about 10 years ago. How I was saying All right. The three issues a month thing I think is brilliant on Marvel's part because Amazing Spider-Man always sold more than the other two books. Mm-hmm. So they just named all three books Amazing Spider-Man yeah, and put the damn thing out three times a month. and Might as well. If it mm-hmm. Sales level out about the same level, though, so,
0: you know. Yeah, that's okay. It's still a good series and worth checking out this week from uh, Marvel Comics. Uh-huh. But we are not here to talk about Spider-Man, although it's fantastic and amazing and uh, spectacular and soon to be fantastic superior. Other guys. We are here to talk about Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye.
1: Hawk guy.
0: Not to be confused with Hawk Man.
1: No. Or Hawk girl. <laughs> so, or night hawk. You know. Or Hawk son of Tomahawk.
0: You know, Matthew. I know Matthew. The other night, or a couple of podcasts, last podcast, we were talking about Flea. And how Flea? the character was just kind of written off as a schlub and um a loser. Kind of a loser. And you know, I'm not saying Clinton Barton is a loser. But he leads kind of a...
1: Slightly skeevy life.
0: Yeah, and and if he's supposed to be this big hero, he sure screws up a lot. And well, and, and I, so the, the task then, coming into issue four, just so people know, mm-hmm. uh, I went back and read all the previous three issues, because I've, I've been fascinated with the art since I first saw it. Everybody's been given the series high praise. And then I get in and I'm like, well, this is not the... This isn't, well, from what I know, or from what I believe I know, this is not the Hawkeye that we're seeing in the Avengers. Yes, it is. Is it to say, is he a screw-up in the Avengers?
1: Well, he's not necessarily a screw-up. Hawkeye has always been one of those characters who's a study in contrast. Because you remember when he joined the Avengers, well, before we were born. right? Hawkeye was... The loudmouth guy, he's from the Midwest, he comes from a, a carney background. Mm-hmm. He's smart, but not really brilliant. Okay. He's one of those characters who's always been written as kind of a, a low-level Captain America type, but not necessarily as great of a public speaker. He's an athlete who made a way in the Avengers, and Fraction's take on it is that he's a guy who is completely together at his job. Right. He goes to work. And he stands next to the god and the guy in the armor and the sentinel of liberty. And he's like, zing, zing, huang ching, you know, all the <laughs> thing that he does. That's my that's my noise, by the way, of uh, okay. arrows being fired. All right. Because some people might think that I'm making an inappropriate remark. No, arrows fired. They go zing, zing. But then when he goes home to his regular life, he's still kind of that kid who grew up in the carnival. Right. You know, his parents were gone. His brother was a a thief slash FBI agent, depending on whom you believe. Right. And this series has put him in kind of a a weird, gritty world from 1970s movies.
0: It is kind of it kind of does feel that way, because the thing that and especially now that we get into this um, installment, we saw the Mini Cooper episode, the chase scene, and it felt very much like. Um, bullet
1: and vanishing point. No, the what's the Italian job? The Italian
0: job is gonna is really what that felt like, and he really comes across. Now, now that you mention, maybe a little bit of Steve McQueen bullet, but Steve McQueen bullet is is a very smooth character and doesn't get uh, doesn't get his ass handed to him every other page. Uh, well, I keep thinking that he is more like uh, um um what's his name James uh Coburn as Flint as Flint Derek Flint yeah yeah.
1: I buy that, and the thing that I like about it is Hawkeye is—he's an expert with archery. He's the greatest, you know, marksman known to man. Now he doesn't have any
0: special rewirings or hijuies or whatever that makes him far beyond
1: ultimate Spider or ultimate Hawkeye. (laughs) This is a guy who's basically just an Olympic level athlete with really good aim, Uh and he keeps getting into these things where he's faced with spy stuff right and he gets in those james bond things and james bond would be like oh i see Goldfinger." yeah
0: and And he would be able to handle like i'm
1: from iowa
0: yeah and that's and so that's kind of so i come into this and again i've not read a lot of hawkeye so this is Mm -hmm. kind of new fresh character stuff for me a
1: lot of hawkeye to read actually this is his
0: what did he did uh, the hawkeye and mockingbird uh, a couple of years ago
1: Yeah, it wasn't very, very good, actually.
0: Who was was Uh, that Hawkeye
1: had a solo series for about seven issues in the 90s. He had a four-issue limited, and then he had an extensive run as part of an ensemble cast.
0: Is he still deaf? In Avengers,
1: West Coast Avengers. No. Uh, When he came back from Counter-Earth after Franklin Richards brought him back from the dead, he was no longer deaf. Ah, okay. And he hasn't been deaf since then.
0: Okay. I just remember when the Avengers movie came out, there was a big to-do about – Somebody wrote into Marvel and saying how her son is deaf and hard of hearing and won't put his hearing aid in is really going through pains. And so they yeah. had that Hawkeye story written where, uh, just for him about, uh, going out and fighting crime. And here's a hero with disability. So I didn't know if that was still a thing or not. Oh, maybe it is. I never read that. Story. Well, he was in this old, uh, he was in his old, uh, uh Ronan costume kind of thing. Whatever yeah, that, that costume have, that
1: was. I would have put it in the last five or seven years. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, I will say another thing, and and I don't – no disrespect to the uh, people that provide me comic books on a weekly basis. No uh, disrespect how you're doing. Yeah, exactly. But I will say that I have – I just turned in my order for uh, this, uh, January, February, whatever the most recent one that was due. Yeah. February. And I've got 10 books on that list where normally I have like 50 I have become so dependent on buying these books and reading these books in a digital format. And now that almost every publisher has gone to a digital day and date release, I have found that my uh, buying habits of the hard copies has changed drastically. And dueling reviews really wouldn't be possible for Matthew or I if I didn't have the digital versions of these. That We don't get review copies from Marvel. We don't get review copies for DC. Although if they'd like to send them to us, we we have nothing against that. But... Day of okay, release. Major spoilers. Day of release. I am there waiting to download Hawkeye and Amazing Spider Man six ninety eight, and I was glad I did. For both of these. I really So here's here's the setup. Apparently, at some point, Hawkeye uh took out some war criminal, some bad guy, something. Some schmuck. Some schmuck. Two arrows to the eye, which I thought was kinda cool.
1: Arrows in the eyes.
0: Um under Shield's orders. Now somebody—it
1: had to have been recently as well, because, well, presuming we can take the visual cues into account, he's wearing his new uniform, right? Which only came around in the arc of Avengers during Shattered Heroes.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: And when I say uniform, I mean it's a unitard
0: and sunglasses. Okay, I will take your word for that. Um, Somebody videotaped that, and not on digital videotape, not on a digital camera. They're using VHS. And uh, I'm just like, why VHS? And of course, it is quickly explained by our good uh, friend, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, uh, Maria Hill and Captain America. Mm-hmm. And Captain America explains why they're going back to this antiquated technology.
1: Yeah, basically, they're trying to use analog methods to keep people from being able to track or distort or mess with their digital information, which is brilliant, honestly.
0: Yeah, you know what? It kind of is, and it seems somewhat apropos because that's kind of along the lines of what they were doing in the most recent James Bond movie, Skyfall, where um, uh, James Bond goes to Q and Q hands him a little radio and a gun, and James Bond is like, that's it? And he's like, yeah, we don't have to go into all that uh, fancy gadgetry anymore. You're, You're field operatives. You just need a gun and you need a radio, and that's it. And so that's kind of the you know, taking it back a step and moving you away from all this high tech wizardry that uh, that we've introduced into our society in the last twenty years, thirty years.
1: Steals all the fun out yeah, of it.
0: Yeah, steals all the fun out of it. I mean, that's what I've talked about before is how technology has ruined great stories like the Rockford Files, the detective genre, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And really it's for Mostly what, the Rockford Files. It yeah, mostly is the Rockford Files. <coughs> uh and Magna PI. But uh here, as you said, if we're talking about our man Flint, um, he is tasked with recovering the tape within seventy two hours or all hell is going to break loose, which would be a big stain not only on the United States and the prison in the United States but would also put a big target on uh Hawkeye's head yep. who who is this other hawkeye girl
1: that's uh kate uh kate Bishop. Bosworth oh okay when uh, when hawkeye when Clinton Barton was killed during the events of Avengers disassembled which Honestly, it was less than 10 years ago. Right. Uh, the Young Avengers popped up. You remember the Young Avengers with Hulkling? And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And,
0: L- little she's Loki. the
1: Hawkeye who was... No, like, no, no. No, that's... No, I'm going to punch you. No. <laughs>
0: baby Spider-Man?
1: No, baby Spider-Man. Anyway.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was Mary Jane's second baby. Anyway, <laughs> No. Um, Kate Bishop is a rich girl who was really good with a bow and arrow uh-huh. who hung out with the Patriot and the Hulpling and those guys in the young Avengers. And when Hawkeye came back from the dead, like you do, uh, he became Ronin and she's like, I want to be Hawkeye. And he went, fine, go be Hawkeye. And then he came back to being Hawkeye. And she said, can I still be Hawkeye? He said, yeah, we'll both be Hawkeye.
0: Ah, so there's two Hawkeye.
1: Right. And in the last few issues, there has been a very... Awkward and subtle tension between them because she's the not difference? quite 18.
0: Oh, she's not.
1: She's either 18 or just barely 18.
0: Wow. Okay. Because I thought she was, she's drawn much older than that. We'll talk about art here in a yeah, little bit.
1: That, that's, that's Pulido. She is supposed to be in her late teens. And ah, he, okay. I figure him for 28, 29, old enough to have been an Avenger yeah. for several years. Right. But in the last couple of issues, she's been hanging around with him and being kind of like his sidekick. And being a little more competent than him in, you know, things that aren't related yeah, to always. shooting stuff with arrows. Yeah.
0: And he seems to be a little bit, bit sweet on her.
1: A little bit, yeah. It's a it's an interesting tension, and I don't know what they're doing with it, but it fits in with the awkwardness of Hawkeye's life. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's not necessarily the the golden god. He's kind of like the shoveler and Mr. Furious and the bowler.
0: You know, and he really comes off that way. He comes off as a... To be quite honest, after reading these four issues, it's like, why is this guy on the Avengers again? And maybe that's because what they were getting at really this. really good. Well, but maybe that's what they were getting job. at this past week on uh, Saturday Night Live.
1: That was not funny.
0: <laughs> I didn't watch it.
1: <laughs> it was not funny. And the best part about it was, uh, I well, honestly, the guy playing Iron Man was really, really good. Jason Sudeikis does a good Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. But, yeah, it just, it wasn't necessarily a good sketch. This is weird because... It really takes Clint out of his element Mm -hmm. and it puts him in a place where he gets to the city of Madrapur. He's been sent to buy the tape and given a credit card with unlimited funds to buy the tape. And the first thing that happens is that he gets caught in the airport by Madrapur security. Yeah. But he says, I wanted to get
0: noticed. Right. He wants people to know he's there.
1: Yeah, and then he shows up and he he hails a cab and he gets beaten up in the cab. And oh, his he's money just, is stolen.
0: Yeah, he is just accosted left and right as the ugly American bad tourist easy mark left and right, yeah. left and right, left and right. And, and he's and, doing it on purpose. Well, up is to a he? Point. I mean, I think the the bit inside the airport was planned, but the minute that he's getting the the crap kicked out of him uh, in the cab, I don't think that that was expected. I think that was something that caught him by surprise, which kind of fits in with How all these incidents keep happening to him, even though he's he's not trying to be. uh... He
1: wanted to get this. He wasn't expecting to happen. And the thing that really is telling to me is halfway through the issue, he beats up his cabbie because the cabbie, you know, tries to rob him. Right. And then he ends up at a new joint with all the cabbies. And that is where he gets his information. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're seeing here is Clint Barton is not Nick Fury seamlessly integrating into this society. He's the man in the street. He's the guy who goes and says, hey, you cabins, yeah, he's, where, he's, yeah. where do I go buy the good noodles? Where do I go? Right,
0: right. That's when he finds out what he needs to know. That's yeah.
1: when he ends up at the hotel where he once again gets ganged <laughs> by security.
0: Yeah, well, not only security, and, and it's so funny because, and again, this is why it's so again, I I keep going back to to Flint or to Rockford. Uh, You know, here's this guy that's just like, oh, no, not the face pow, you know, and he's just like, oh, no, not this pow. And he's like, no, not the glass bottle pow, you know, and and he's just this series of an unfortunate events. And I guess the next the next greatest thing that I can compare him to, if it's not Flint, this hard action guy who gets all the ladies. It is Jim Rockford, this guy who is this everyday detective that is just getting. Yeah. All the all the bad bad turns, all the bad luck coming on him.
1: With all the seventies movie references. I'm sure that, that that Rockford, that Mannix, yeah, that you know that Carl Kolchak, kind of bumbling into things and getting beat up, but still having the upper hand.
0: Now you say, uh, how did she kill him again? Uh, what, one, one more question.
1: <laughs> one more, uh, question, one more question. How, how did you Mask, kill him? Meta <laughs> Mask. Mask. One more
0: question. So who's Meta Mask? That's what I want to know. Meta
1: Mask is an old school Iron Man villain. Uh, originally Whitney Frost, the uh, daughter of uh, Count Neferia. Love okay. that name. Of the Magia, who used to be the Mafia. But you can't say Mafia in the 70s in a Marvel comic because under the comics code, you couldn't reference.
0: Oh, bad guys like that. Real criminals. yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: they call them the Magia or the Magia. I don't know how you pronounce it. But Madame Mask used to be a heavy-duty player, and in the last ten years, she's pretty much been showing up as whenever you need a minor league version of the kingpin. Mm-hmm. There's Madame Mask. Ah, okay. And then there's the awkward scene. The very,
0: very <laughs> well, awkward he's tied scene. up, and he he has lost his first round of money. He's lost his wallet. Then he then he loses his, his passport weapons. and his weapons. And the only thing that's left, and he's trying, he's all tied up in a chair, and Madame Mask is uh, interrogating him. And he's like, look, look, I'm I'm here, you know, everybody wants this tape, including S.H.I.E.L.D. I've got a, uh, I've got, uh, 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 the An S.H.I.E.L.D. black card. Shield card. Yeah. And she's like, uh, okay, where, where'd you hide it? He goes, uh, the only place no one would look. And then he's like... Okay, I, uh, she's like, okay, I understand. He's like, God, Cole, what is that, leather, pleather, vinyl, or, and she's like, shut up. You ever
1: been in, in prison? <laughs> Basically, the implication is that he's had the card in his nethers. Yeah,
0: yeah, jammed way which, down in his uh, card slot there, his card I don't reader. know
1: how that, that sounds painful.
0: It probably it is. I mean, it's a hard plastic card. In any case, she wants it verified. She wants it disinfected. And she says, okay, we'll let you into this auction. And then she ties him up and throws him into the uh, uh, hotel room with a bunch of ninjas.
1: Yes. The ninjas cracked me up.
0: Who are they supposed to be? Are they supposed to be?
1: Uh, I, I don't know if they're ninjas of the hand or what, or if they're supposed to be, you know.
0: Good guys in disguise well, or something?
1: Given that the Kingpin is present, they are almost certainly Kingpin's hand ninjas. <laughs>
0: well, the, well yeah. And so he's what? Foot Clan or what is he? He's hand. Is the he, hand, he, he yeah. head of the hand now?
1: And you notice when Kingpin shows up, and people say we're 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 missing a bidder, okay. Kingpin is like, "Oh, well, that's just our loss, isn't it?" Kingpin, I think, sent ninjas said,
0: to said, kill Hawkeye. Well, or at least to keep him preoccupied.
1: No, they're they're there to kill him.
0: So uh, this is a
1: pretty you do small. Not preoccupy someone with a sword and claws. So this they're is a pretty small
0: auction. There. We've yeah. got the uh, the Byzantines, the agency
1: Byzantine. The
0: uh, we've got, uh, the, the, the mafia, the Magia, yeah. you've got, uh, Fisk, the you've got, uh, man, the, Mandarin, uh,
1: Mandarin, almost certainly the
0: Mandarin. Yeah. Our friend from China says hello. Yeah. And then the crimson cowl who right. I honestly thought, and again, I don't know who most of these villains are, but for me, when I saw the crimson cowl and the way we don't see the face, I'm like, oh, well, Clint Barton took care of those guys and now he's in disguise as the crimson cowl. Right. And that's a good – I mean, Which, that's a good throw.
1: It's a decent assumption, actually. I love and the uh,
0: comedic – I was going to say I love the comedic bit with the uh, the HYDRA agent showing up.
1: Yeah. Hell, HYDRA – shut up. Shut up. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> the guy in the front of the, the panel on the previous page is the Secret Empire. And behind the Mandarin in the wide shot is someone that I think is Wolverine's ex-girlfriend, Tiger Tiger. But AIM is there. Oh, it's a not,
0: woman in the red with the yellow the thing? The red gold. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, think. you've got Hydra and AIM agents there. and
1: Yeah, and they're like, 300,000. Do I hear four? And
0: oh, No, not 300,000. They're starting at million. So it's right. like 200, 300 million dollars is what it's up to.
1: And Madam Mask is like, one billion.
0: And she's like, all right, a billion euros for the tape, says the auctioneer going once, going twice. And of course, Fisk is mad and everybody's mad and everybody stomps yeah. off. And she uses that billion dollar card, goes back to her room and says, I don't want anybody coming in, don't want anybody coming out. Uh, anything that you guys do, I don't want to hear about it. And then once the door is closed, she takes off her masks and reveals that she is indeed Hawkeye. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Not
1: only is she Hawkeye, but earlier in the in the issue, Hawkeye stole a car or stole a cab from under the nose of a mysterious blonde woman. Mm-hmm. She was that mysterious blonde yeah, woman. Yeah, because here- you see
0: the wig, the wig and the, and the sunglasses and the scarf uh, in the foreground yep. in that. And then tied up in the background is Madam Mask. Still wearing Madam her mask. mask, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and apparently for some reason stockings.
0: Eh, you got to make it somewhat sexy, sexy.
1: I guess. But <laughs> so. Um, it's not really sexy, sexy. Uh, it's just kind of disturbing.
0: <laughs> this uh, is uh, this is not a sexy, sexy. If this is the seventies type storytelling, yes, that is what you're going to put the True. person True. in.
1: This is and Javier Pulido.
0: This this is part one of two. Yes. And all the previous uh, issues, okay. the first three issues have all been, you know, basically done in ones. Uh Single. with some with some through story going on. This whole thing with the Russian mafia and the uh the, the building and, and the tracks yeah. <laughs> tracksy Dracula's um but bro, this is the first time that I we're seeing telling you, bro. I'm you telling you, bro. bro. Let me tell bro, you something, you don't, bro. Don't make me do this,
1: bro. Let bro, me tell let me
0: you, tell bro. you about this story. The first bro, time they this break is this, bad idea, bro. I love
1: yeah, those guys. It's great. I want to talk like I, those guys, bro. I will bro, say they are so cool. They are cool guys.
0: I will say Fraction has a great grasp on making each character very individual, as far as their delivery and their tone and the words that they use, to where you know when it is Fisk talking. You know when it is Barton talking, you know, when it is Madam mask talking, even though they do pull a great stunt and put, uh, yeah. uh,
1: and it is unclear to me when Madam mask is replaced because I don't, I'm not sure if Kate replaced Madam mask before or after they chucked Hawkeye in the hotel. I'm going to say after, but it's interesting and it's fun to say, i see Byzantine.
0: Sure. If because, you say so, hey, Hey, did you notice at the uh, Madripoor Pearl, uh, the uh, three thousand luxury hotel rooms, two kilometer exhibit hall, one point five kilometer mall with all the major stores, luxury boutiques, and an indoor amusement park for all ages. Four live concert venues, ten Sobolski star rated restaurants. Sobolski uh, is uh, is one of the um, uh, yeah. people that works at Marvel, and if you C. follow C. his Cibulski. yeah, CB Sobolski, yeah. if you follow his blog or his Twitter. He's always going on and on and on and on about food and saying places where he's gone and had great food and this kind of stuff. And I thought that was very funny uh, to see that uh, thrown in there.
1: CB sibolsky C. actually is kind of like my idol. He's a, a talent scout. Yeah.
0: yeah, he does I a lot of talent scouting. I find to be scouting. a
1: little douchey, in, you know, in his interactions. But he's a, he's kind of a fascinating, you know, guy, and he's just just weird fat guy who does awesome stuff. Yeah, so that's cool. So story so wise, I will be rating restaurants.
0: Story wise, I was well, come on, rating the Denny's and the 7 Eleven is not really high uh high reviewing there.
1: 7 right Eleven gets two and a half stars for that <laughs> burrito. You could hammer nails with that thing. <laughs> and uh, you know, the the brownies that I got at the Stuckies will make fine brake linings.
0: <laughs> um I was a little disappointed that the story was broken up into two issues. Because of the other ones being the 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 singles with the throughs, this is the first one that is definitely a part one, part two. Yeah, this isn't a miniseries, is it? I mean, this is an ongoing. No, this is okay.
1: Well, this is. I mean, this as is ongoing the, the is error. Right, right. Anything right. can get canceled at any time.
0: Well, I mean, I the mean. plan is for this to be an ongoing, not one of twelve. Yes,
1: this this does not have a planned end.
0: No. Okay. Well, I was a little disappointed that this was a two parter. Um, I loved, I, lo- I kind of like that. But over, I mean, overall, I really dug the story uh the art art is just wonderful on top of wonderful yeah i love this, this a, i love this kind of style it's very uh i don't know it's it's something that we see darwin i mean the the closest that i would say is a comparison with uh, darwin cook and chris samney uh who's been who's doing uh, daredevil and uh the rocketeer for idw yeah, david, publishing david
1: asia who normally draws this book has a very similar style and it shares some similarities and people are gonna yell at me with my favorite, uh, Mike Alred.
0: Yeah, I guess it's to an like extent, but I think Alred is a little bit more simple. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I like about it.
1: Yeah, it's it's good. It reminds did, me of uh, uh, who's the guy who was Tim drawing. Sale. Color agent.
0: Oh, wow. There's a little bit of Tim Sale uh coloring. I mean, you know, when we talked about Spider Man Blue and Long Halloween and those books that we've talked about on the major spoilers podcast before. Where he'll pick a palette and stay with it, and I noticed that a lot in the first two issues of the series. Here the palette expands out a lot more, but we see still a lot um muted tones with a lot of the uh anytime uh Barton's around, we see purple show up quite a bit mm-hmm. um or whoever is the central character that cut color palette takes front and center, so like in the interrogation scene with Madame Mask, everything has a bright orangish yellow tone to everything to match her mask and when we're um in the quiet moments and in the shadows everything has this kind of purple hue which is the hawkeye color and it's really good i mean i really like this art I was going in going oh god i'm gonna hate reading hawkeye and i'm gonna hate this to no end and i'm going to curse at matthew for making me spend all this money. and i'm still going to curse at matthew for making me spend all this money, you son oh, of a gun. Out because bucks. now i have to go and buy this again as an ongoing. There are 3 yeah. books out of marvel that i'm so glad that i picked up to a point. Amazing Spider-Man, loving that. Yes. I cannot wait to see what happens next. Mark Wade's run on Daredevil with Chris Samney, wonderful. And now mm-hmm. i've got uh now i've got Hawkeye uh to read. Now as long as it kind of stays in the same vein, and doesn't start getting into over the top stuff as long as it stays hawkeye doing hawkeye Hawk stuff and stuff. not hawkeye doing avengers or shield or you know team stuff this could be a really really good long term series and i really like what matt fraction does um, he's doing several other books um that i'm that i'm digging as well so uh, you know for me this is a this is a really good book mm mm-hmm. mhm what did you think of Art and, and overall? I was a little
1: disappointed that it wasn't David Asia because uh, Polito is interesting and Polito is good. David Asia in the previous couple, three issues was almost transcendent. Just fascinating work. And I love Asia's work. But this issue doesn't suffer from a change, uh, the change in artists, which is kind of entertaining for me. Right. There, there's nothing here that you go, oh, man, this is going to suck now, or they changed it because it sucks. No, this is still good. And the good parts about it remain static. It's still about, you know, this guy who's out of his element, but still somehow completely in control. And it's got all those, you know, those really cool references to the things of my youth, which... You know, I'm old, so I got that going for me. Actually, I would also recommend you might want to look at uh, Fantastic Four number one. Fraction is writing that.
0: Oh, is he? I, I was really yeah. thinking that, um, you know, a good top ten would be the top ten titles that I would love to see Mark Wade and Chris Samney take on. And Fantastic Four <laughs> is one of those in that bunch.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, not like you have any uh, any
0: vested interest in that.
1: That's <laughs> I'd like the top ten things that should be drawn by Batman.
0: Well, you know, Chris Samney's kind of like Batman.
1: Everything's better. With He's Batman. awesome. You know who else is awesome? Tim Conway. I don't want him drawing Batman. Well, I didn't say I didn't want him drawing Batman. I
0: said, oh, here are the a, top ten titles that I would love to see Mark Wade and Chris Samney Trump. take on. And one of them that I was thinking of was Fantastic Four. I would love to get into a Fantastic Four if Mark Wade and Chris Samney were doing that.
1: And then this monkey would come out and dance across ooh, their trunks ooh, and do, ooh, ooh, do the Marceline. And
0: also, you know what I think would be awesome? Mark Wade and Chris Samney taking on Tintin.
1: You know what I want from Mark Wade and Chris Samney? What? Power Man and Iron Fist. That's well,
0: that would to. be awesome, too. I want to make this up. I thought you People are going to see this next week, and they've already got three of the books that I want to see on that top ten list.
1: Mark Wade and Chris Samney. No, 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 don't, spoil and
0: Mark- don't spoil anymore. Don't spoil anymore. The Shmoo you Mark said Wade and Mark Chris Wade and Chris Samney. Samney do Little Abner. All right, they bottom line they... for me is guess what? Everyone, everyone, everywhere. I have not read a negative review anywhere on this new Hawkeye series and I'm going to say this is a really great series and listeners if you were looking for something to pick up that's not that's not just capes and tights. Mm-hmm. This hat, and if you like kind of that uh that crunchy feel from the 70s. With your with your heroes, the heroes who are not perfect, who get beat up a lot, who have bad things happen to them. Mm-hmm. You want to pick up this book, this series, not this book especially, but the series that I've read so far. And thank goodness again for Comixology on my iPad, because I don't have to run out to Hastings and hope that they have it in or the people that ship me my comics monthly. They're never going to get it in time, but I can go into Comixology and read through this. The colors are wonderful on the Comixology app um hawkeye is a great series go pick it up it's by uh, matt fraction is the writer uh this one is javier uh, Polito Uh, Polito. what is it hold on again what is it Polito. Polito. uh go pick it up and who's the regular artist david asia yeah go go pick it up i i really got a kick out of this
1: yeah i also loved his work in the 70s as the lead singer of the band named after him now, sure as the sun will cross the sky. Okay, that probably wasn't David Asia, but it got an Asia joke in. Hooray!
0: <laughs> Matthew, you what's your? Jokes I'm, I'm you. giving this. I'm giving this book um, four and a half slices of uh, uh, four and a half stars. That's what I'm giving. I agree. This. Four and a half stars. Uh, I would have given it five, but I already gave my five away this week to Dan Slot. So
1: this is a go-buy-it book. I mean. Why are you arguing with me? Why do you hate? Are you an enemy of joy? Is that what it is? This is a good book. This is a fun book. It's something that is not just like everything else that you're going to find on the stands. It's squarely in the Marvel Universe. It fits with the Avengers continuity, if that's all you know about Hawkeye. It fits with old school Hawkeye, if that's all you know about Hawkeye. It doesn't require you to know the old continuity or the Avengers movie if you don't know crap about Hawkeye. And it's a well-done book.
0: It is. Totally is. What's a good, um, is there another good Hawkeye storyline that people could pick up in a trade paperback form? Do you know, Matthew?
1: I don't know if it's collected, but uh, his first ongoing uh, solo series was canceled after seven issues. Hmm. And it was Fabian Nicieza, whom I really enjoy. It's called The High Hard Shaft, which is very similar to this one. He was at one point in the book, he's in a scummy bar. Yeah. And uh, the woman is you know, the waitress is standing there and he has to take out a bad guy. He doesn't have a bow and arrow. He's like, I'll give you 20 bucks for your scrunchie. She's like, for 50, you can have my bra. He's like, that might work better. <laughs> but he takes the scrunchie and a spoon and takes out three bad guys across the room. Oh, with a yeah, scrunchie yeah. And a spoon.
0: There's a there's a well, moment like that in one of the earlier earlier books. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go pick this up. And listeners, maybe just head over to uh, Majorspoilers.com. Click on the Amazon link and then search for Hawkeye, or maybe you just want to pick up Avengers stuff. Uh, there's a crap ton of Avengers. Maybe you just want to get the Avengers movie with that with that dreamy uh, Jeremy Renner in there. He's, uh, so dreamy. he's so dreamy with his eyes and the thing and the Loki pokey stick and his
1: gliding in his face.
0: Yes, go do us a looking. favor. Buy all of your uh, Friday uh, Black Friday goods through our Amazon.com link. Get all of your holiday shopping done all at once. Get shipped to you just the same. You're not paying any extra. The best part about it is you're giving a little back, a little bit back to Major Spoilers. Allows us to continue to uh, do shows like this, podcasts like this, some of the new podcasts coming up. Allows us to continue to keep the site up. And you know, everyone's like, "Oh, Steven Schlager. you're so rich off all this money." I don't get any of the money that people send to us in forms of donations or in this uh, this Amazon stuff. Because what I do is I take it and I pay all the Major Spoilers bills. Server costs, upload costs, storage fees, uh, the back end guy that I have coding some stuff. And then I take all the other money and I give it to our writers. So Matthew sends me a big bill every month going, give me money. And Rodrigo sends me a bill every month and says, give me money. And then why does
1: Rodrigo talk like that?
0: because well, I'm really bad at a Mexican accent. Hello, my name is Rodrigo. <laughs> Give me I'll money. And, and then there's young Zach. Oh, please, sir, could I have some money? And so they all get this money that you guys are sending in. And so that encourages them to continue to write for major spoilers and do more great things with major spoilers and take major spoilers to the next level. Whatever that may be. The next level. What do you mean that's, that's not one. true?
1: Level five. First of all, Zach doesn't talk like that. <laughs>
0: You second started Matt, Zach talking like that. Second, and second when his allergies ball. kick in, he sounds exactly like that. Hi, oh, my, my name is Zach. my name is Zach. <laughs> It's okay. We can make fun of him. He's not here this week. He's on a boat in the Caribbean or the Caribbean.
1: Do you know cognac is $30 a bottle?
0: It is very expensive.
1: Also, in honor of Thanksgiving, turkey fact number 12. Yes. If you leave a turkey out in the rain... He'll die.
0: Well, a live turkey. Well, if he's already dead, it doesn't change. <laughs> well, you know it is Thanksgiving, most <laughs> of us don't have live turkeys running around our house. But yes, you put a live turkey out in the rain, they look up, and their mouths open up, and the rain comes down and they drown. I don't know if that's a myth or if that's a fact.
1: I think that's a myth fact, but more importantly, it also applies to many college freshmen. <laughs>
0: All right, everybody. That wraps up for this week's Dueling Reviews. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving, Matthew. Happy and, uh,
1: Thanksgiving,
0: Steve. And we hope that uh, your holiday is a good one. And we will be back on Friday to find out why Matthew is so negative, 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 negative about Black Friday. Why? Because we know that you love the holiday shopping season, oh, and we do, too. <laughs> we will talk with you soon. major spoilers it's copyright 2012 say goodbye